everybody, and welcome back to Elder Geeks Game Club. My name is Steve Wilkinson, and joining me as always is Phil Summers. Phil, how are you doing Hi. this evening? This is a pretty special late-night edition of the Game Club. We're recording at 11.30 on a Friday, which is pretty weird. Phil, yeah. Phil is awake, which is amazing. Very happy about that. That's yeah, my bedtime, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and also, as always, is the editor and owner of ElderGeek.com, Randy Yasanchak. How are you doing tonight, Randy? Doing awesome. I'm fired up on coffee, and, and I just got done doing a marathon play of uh, Von Helsing, which i got to get back to after this show. But wow. uh, That's yeah. a busy night. It is a busy night. <laughs> it is. <laughs> and joining us, very special guest, we're very happy to have him with us, is uh, Josh Welshel. Josh? Hey, how's it going? Josh is a, a uh, excellent, excellent video game composer. Uh, could you maybe give the people at home a little uh, background on the, on the stuff you do? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, I mostly do like small iPhone games and stuff like that, but recently I've been working with uh, Mo Yang, who made Minecraft, and uh, I'm doing scrolls with my buddy Matthias, who's really popular on Overclocked Remix as another soundscape. And besides scrolls, we are also working on a big game that just got kickstarted called Castle Story. Um, it's really exciting. You guys should check it out. I'm just like super cool. pumped to play it. And that was like a super funded Kickstarter. Yeah, that was a, that was a really surprising one. We did not expect that at all. The goal was, um, I think, it was around seventy thousand or something. Mm-hmm. I think it was seven hundred fifty thousand. That's awesome. That's cool. crazy. Incredible sum of money. Yeah. So I, it's I, nice I, to say that you're actually going to get paid. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, not not still not like ridiculous, but. Good. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I've had my eye on that game for a while now, and uh, I, I, I've creeped some of your music on your website for the game, and it sounds pretty awesome. Oh, Definitely thanks. looking forward to it. I got my copy pre-ordered. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, I can't wait. That game looks awesome. That it looks like I don't know. It looks like it would be as addictive as Minecraft when it's done. Yeah, it's it's like that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's I'm good. I'm already so. But that's not well, all you do. You just released this week the uh, yeah. game bundle. Yep. The new retro game music bundle just came out. It's exciting. It's got Myst, Tyrion, Jazz Jackrabbit. We released that for the first time. And Duke Nukem 3D. Very cool. cool. Nice. And a bunch of other cool shit. Go check it out. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll definitely have a link to it in the, in the show notes. So Yeah, absolutely. Just in yeah. case anybody is curious, at any time during this video, go ahead and click on Josh's head. It'll go to his YouTube channel. Uh, but then in the description as well, it's also gonna we're going to have his Twitter account, the indie uh, or I'm sorry, the retro music bundle. Get yep. a link directly to there, and um, pretty much anywhere else Josh wants you to go. So go check <laughs> out that stuff. Cool. cool. <laughs> yes, thank you very much for joining us this week. We're very Thanks. happy to have you here, especially considering the game we're talking about, which is Fez. Um, for those of you who might be joining the game club for the first time, what we do is we'll pick a game, we'll play it for a couple of weeks, and then we get together and we record this podcast where we uh, just kind of have an informal discussion about the game, what we liked, what we didn't like. It's not really an informal review, it's just kind of friends talking. And I even brought wine. I had wine to really get the, uh, the, the, the book club feeling going. It's coffee talk. Yeah. <laughs> Can I, I, you know what, no, I'm, I was going to... I was gonna burst over with with uh, excitement over Fez, but I'll keep I'll keep my mouth shut. <laughs> well, let's get started because we're, we're we're mixing things up a little bit this episode. We're gonna skip kind of right into our thoughts on the game. So, uh, Randy, why don't, if you have something to say, this is please. the best game we've ever played on Game Club. All right, it's the best game I've ever played. Period. 
<laughs> I don't know about ever, period. But I do think this is the best game we ever played. I on think game that's Bar. it. I, uh, podcast is over. All right. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thought... Thanks for listening. <laughs> did you did you f- complete the game, Randy? No, but I'm I'm so addicted that I want to go back in and like get everything, you know. And and, and just just leave. Just go away. Go play. <laughs> it's one of those games where I'm like I'm like oh come on I gotta I gotta do reviews and I gotta do other work and you know yeah it's 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 a priority thing, but um. Going into Fez, I didn't. I really didn't think I was gonna like it that much. I don't know why. There was just something about it. I thought, man, I'm probably not gonna, not gonna dig this. But uh, I, like three minutes into the video or into the game, I was, I was hooked. So um, it's a combination of everything. It's, it's the music. I think the music is great. It's the, it's the really cool sprites that he's got. You know, drawn in for pretty much everything. Um, and um, I know this sounds really stupid, but I've never had a game make me think the way that Fez makes me think. And it's not even in like a, oh, puzzle kind of game thinking. It's in a... I tried explaining this to Phil earlier. It's it's this, you're playing a game in a two-dimensional field, but you've got to be thinking three-dimensionally while you're doing it, and that just hurts my brain in a, in a good way, in a way that a game hasn't made me do in a long time. Absolutely. I, I think, yeah, definitely, it's a really, really excellent implementation of the idea. Um... Which which the creator uh, Phil Fish has talked about quite a bit was was taking a two dimension two dimensional game what you think of it and turning it into an actual three D experience where you have to think about all all, all the dimensions. Um, the fact that he pulled it off so successfully is really I mean pretty impressive. My feelings are that the game is, is so much more than than the seeming gimmick, right? Like the game has so much potency that it's practically. Uh, it's designed really well to start. I mean, if you look beyond the, the simplistic, superficial beauty of the pixels and whatever, if you look at the way the art is structured, it's like looking at just beautiful artwork. It makes me, it makes my soul happy to look at. That's how <laughs> I It's nothing to do with the, the 3D aspect and the trixels and all that stuff. It's mm-hmm. so much more than that for me. That's awesome. Yeah, so I mean, for so for people that haven't played it, like I mean, the way it works is, yeah, it's a two D game, and you can tap like the bumpers on like the Xbox controller, and that will rotate the world around them. And then, like, what that does is, I mean, what's the best way to explain it? The way that items in the foreground and in the background are are officially lined up depending on where they are in perspective. So right. even though it might be in the distance, if they line up perspectively, then then you can climb up a ladder if, it, if a ladder lines up or you can grab onto a ledge if a ledge lines up kind of thing so yeah yeah people yeah, watching yeah. the video will will be able to see it and understand yeah it's almost like you you cheat space in the way yeah that, uh, by flipping things around i guess would be the a way of be saying it. i think it's similar to like if you see a person from the back and they look awesome and skinny and then you see them from the side and then suddenly they're really fat <laughs> 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 that works. That works. <laughs> you see it in like cartoons a lot. I can think of like acne cartoons with like uh, Roadrunner and Coyote that where I've seen that too. I just like <laughs> the other analogy way better. <laughs> I like that analogy. So, so Josh, I mean, you you seem like you're totally like in love with um, with Fez. So have you you've completed the whole game and everything? And you, uh, yeah, absolutely, um, all the way. I, like like Phil was saying, it makes you think really hard. And the first thing that made me think was like, 
yeah, I, I played games that were like Fez. I played Myst. I played Riven. I really liked those games. But but eventually, I always succumbed and that had to cheat. But with Fez, like, I wanted to not cheat so hard mm-hmm. that I I just lived it. It was awesome. Really? <laughs> and so you, so you completed it without cheating? Correct. Wow. Yeah, so it like came out and then I like binge played it because I got addicted. It's bad. <laughs> it is a binge playing kind of game. Yeah. So, so like the point I made it to, I feel like I'm either gonna be running around in circles or I have to cheat. Like that's where I'm at right now. So yeah, I, I I had some problems getting the game running uh, for the last few days here to, to play it for today. So I you know I, I kind of crammed in a bunch. So I. I believe I'm at like a halfway point. I have 96%, and I'm assuming there's like a 200%. <laughs> yeah, there's there's at least 200%. There's a little more. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> Surprise. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty... I, I shouldn't say probably too much beyond that, but... No, 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 you can... Sp- so the game's the like thing, two years old is, now, right? I think we should uh, be safe for us to spoil it. You, a year? You, you can actually... Yeah, I mean, you can spoil what what you want. I mean, it's up to you. Really? Uh, I mean, I can go pretty insane, but yeah, I mean, well, let's talk about like how far you guys have gotten first. So, like, I played on Xbox, and I understand that they're like I don't, I haven't played on PC yet. I I have it, but I haven't played it. And I on the controller, the the controller is important. So I don't know how they translated that to the video game, but I think it's audio. I mean, to the to the PC. I'm sorry. Huh. Oh, um... oh, because there's because it vibrates. I, I I right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's some vibration that's involved. <laughs> You know, I don't know if my my 360 controller vibrated at all when I was playing it. Like, cause my, I, I'm playing it on PC as well with a 360 controller, but I don't think it yeah, vibrated at all. I think it yeah, did. Yeah, they just switched it. They switched it entirely. Um, but I, I actually, if you're playing with the Xbox controller, I can't imagine why they wouldn't have done that. So maybe they did. Hmm. I probably just don't pay attention because <laughs> I probably just spoiled the whole thing. No, that's fine. So there's like an audio like cue you have to look for, like, huh? All right, yeah, because like the basically what's happening now is I feel like on the map I've exhausted like all my all my options that are like go through this door without doing some kind of yeah. trick to move on. Like, I, so that's kind of where I feel like if I look at the map, all the white boxes that are you know that I haven't moved beyond, there's the little symbol for like secret, you know, yeah, the yeah. secret symbol. So yeah, secrets pretty intense though. Like you can get a hundred percent and not get any secrets. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, so, but yeah, that, that plays so, into what comes after a hundred percent, I guess, Josh. Yeah, it plays a little bit more into the uh, the after game. Um, I, I think one of the the things that Phil Fish was saying about that that whole model is you get to the hundred percent, but the hundred percent is only half. It's like, well, it's it's in the references in the game. It's like you have a new game plus. And that's that's how you begin your adventure into the realm of two hundred percent. So it's pretty oh, cool. Right. It's like they took the uh, the RPG gimmick of New Game Plus, like in Chrono Trigger, and they actually just extended a whole game on top of that, which is a cool thing to do. Hmm. That is pretty cool. I was reading I somebody. I, he did like an AMA on Reddit not long ago, yeah. and uh, he was saying like, "Hey, has everybody found everything within? Has anybody found everything within the meta game?" And he was like, "No." Yeah, which just blows my mind. You know, the fact it's that deep. So, can you elaborate on the meta game for me a little bit, and just kind of like 
yeah, for yeah, people right. listening uh, as well. It's like, what's what's going on there? Because I've heard a bit about it, but I, I don't fully grasp it, and I know it's right, kind so of... If anybody who's listening and they really want to get into Fez on their own, they should maybe not listen to, to me talk. Um, I, but, no, but you know what, though? I don't think a lot of people would understand that there is a metagame without knowing that there was a metagame in the first place. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, okay, all right. I'm sorry. I you know, listen, listen, absolutely listen. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so essentially in the game, once you get to that 200%, um, you're still not done with the game. Uh, there, are, there are three big puzzles that remain once you get to the point where you've collected all 64 of the cubes. You know, you've got your anti-cubes and your normal cubes. Um, right. if you don't know that, but if you didn't, now you do. <laughs> so, so there I are... know about those. I got a couple of those guys. Yeah, cool. So, yeah, you actually only need 32 total to, to beat the game the first time, right? Or is it 64? It's 32. Um, I, think it's, I think it's 32, which I yeah, think 32. Yeah, so there are actually 64. Um, and the way that you find them is, is in the game. If you're on the Xbox, it has something to do with the controller. <laughs> and if you're on the PC, it's an audio cue. Um, but you should also pay attention to the things in, like, the classroom wall, walls. Mm-hmm. Um there's a whole language in Fez that you can learn and read. It's a written language. It's it's really cool, actually, once you, once you do it. But it means you're pretty deep if you've taken the time to figure it out. Um, just if, here, I guess I'll just spoil it. There's a there is a room that you can find with a little brown dog, or a little a quick little dog, and a what's the what's the anagram, you guys, for the the fonts, the preview. Oh, oh, the quick brown fox ran. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that one, yeah. Like yes, that. Room quick brown fox that. jumps over the lazy dog. Yeah, exactly. So there's a room where there's a dog that is laying down. He's lazy, and there's a quick fox jumping over him. Oh, oh. yeah, yeah. Uh. And then written on the, the uh, rock next to it is the sentence. And the reason it's that sentence is because it contains every letter in the alphabet, right? Yeah. Right. And so if you deduced that, you know, there's this lazy butt dog and a fox, and you knew that sentence... You now have like a Rosetta Stone. Wow, That's pretty awesome. Exactly. You know what? When I when I saw that, like, I stared at them for a while. <laughs> I knew, like, I knew there was something up with it. That's that's cool. That's pretty yeah, neat. It's a, I mean, it's one of those. It's very heavily inspired by like Mist and Riven in those games. Mm-hmm. Um, it that kind of stuff was in those, those and they're so incredibly, you know, elaborate. And what what Phil Fish does with Fez is he takes it and just. Yeah, it turns it up to like eleven. It's pretty intense. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. This is if you look at it. I, I noticed the the writing, you know, and I I, I didn't decode any of the writing at all because like you you like right when you start with the game and you get the Fez you know hat. Yeah. There's that whole big like sequence of you know it's talking Gibbons, to you. The hexahedron's and, monologue. Yeah, and and as you're playing the game, I started picking up like hey, there's letters and crap in the background. Yep. You know what I mean? And and mm-hmm. I was, like, dying. And I, and one of these days, I'll, I'll get to the point where I can translate some of that stuff. And, and um, that just had to take forever to do that. Like, to, to think about the yeah. time that he had to put into not only designing a functional game, you know, with, you mm-hmm. know, hidden puzzles and making yep. the game work in a three-dimensional scale, but then adding in this whole extra, like, double icing on top of it just had yeah. to take bajillions of hours yeah and, and oh go ahead okay. like phil fish gets so much hate for this game and how long he took but like if you're gonna if you're gonna say to somebody like you spent too much time on this beautiful piece of art you bastard like <laughs> that's it's really awful like you you like you said it's so elaborate right mm-hmm. 
the only thing I think about, like when I when I look at all of that and I and I see how much work has gone into it, I don't know if he could ever do a sequel to it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I don't think I don't think he would intend to. Yeah. But I mean, like if he thought to himself, "I'm going to do a Fez too," it would be <laughs> it would be nuts for him to even try to undertake that kind of kind of thing yeah. again, or to try to one up himself. People would be you know knocking him down, saying, "Oh, you didn't have nearly as much stuff as you did in the first one," or or. You spent even longer on Fez 2, you know. Right. Yeah. It's a damned if you do, damned if you don't situation. Exactly. But to be honest, if I think if anybody went to Phil Fish and said, you need to make a Fez 2, I think Phil Fish would probably first say, fuck you. But then he would say, <laughs> you guys haven't been finished the first game. Right. Because yeah. the reality is we haven't finished the first game. There's, there's shit we haven't solved. Is it worth solving? Is it worth going insane over? I don't know. Yeah. But. There. I, I I don't know much about the guy aside from the, what I saw in Indie Game the movie and a couple, <laughs> in, a couple interviews I read, but um, I yeah. don't think that's his style to do a sequel at all. <laughs> Doesn't seem like it. It wouldn't be. Maybe but one day for like a charity auction, he'll like charity auction off the final secret to some crazy rich guy. <laughs> <laughs> who was the, who was the artist that did that? Uh, um... Carly, I think it was Carly Simon. She like auctioned off like who the song "You're So Vain" was about for like some crazy amount of money. Oh, wow. yeah, <laughs> so weird. Yeah, and it, and it was just like five years ago too, and the song was uh, from like 1977 really? or something like okay. that. Yeah. Well, what are you, what are you doing when you're like you used to be a famous artist and now you need some easy money? <laughs> it's true. It's true. Yeah. Well, yeah, uh, and I wasn't sure about if I wanted to bring up the whole thing or not about the hate that the guy gets but it seems kind of preposterous to me yeah it's hard it's hard to talk about fez without talking about you know because he's such a character you know he kind of puts that out there he he makes himself kind of i i i I often wonder if he's playing a character kind of you know outwardly or i'm aware you know he's an interesting guy for sure and I, i i find him completely genuine only because for some reason i feel like i can appreciate insanity (laughs) <laughs> I, I I think he's kind of a twisted, a twisted dude, and I think that's what makes everything so special. Like I don't mean I don't mean that in a negative way at all. No, 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 no. I, no. I, we I get to take it that way. way, and kind of like a, I'm. I wish I was on that level, kind of way, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, to, to to pull this off, what he's accomplished with this game, I mean, it's pretty. Like I said earlier, it's, it's pretty impressive. Uh, it's I, it's so consistent. It's that's really all it is. There's nothing that he left unpolished is what it feels like. You know, speaking of things that he left unpolished, um, this is kind of bringing up a little debacle that I guess he went through with Xbox Live where they were going to charge him X amount of money to, like, patch the game and then it had to go through recertification and everything through Microsoft. That would drive me crazy if if I had to do something like that. And so hopefully... Go ahead, go ahead. I'm so, no, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, knowing that I, I, I'm hoping that he's given this kind of freedom to be able to patch the game either cheaply or freely through through you know PC. Um, There's already been a couple updates because I ended really? up I ended, I ended up purchasing it and redeeming the code on Steam, and it's already updated yeah. itself a couple times. Okay. Um, the insider info: Steam does not does not do shitty things, and Microsoft does shitty things. So, so Steam charges <laughs> or Steam does not charge for that. Where Xbox, as you know, charges the right. Things. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Phil, yeah, you've been I, quiet. Is it because you've been super tired, or is it because you don't have much to uh, say? No, I'm, I'm listening. I'm, I'm oh. taking it in. I'm, you know, I don't know. <laughs> but, um, you know, I, when, I, when I realized, like, how much I liked it 
was um, I like kind of how de- like maybe this isn't the right way to say it, but like I like how deep it felt. Like uh, I don't know when you start playing this game, you don't know anything about it, and you're going from room to room, and and you realize that this map there's so many options so many ways to go you're, you know you see a door here you go okay well do i want to go through this door or, uh, here's another door and then before you know it you're like five doors deep and you've already seen like 10 other doors and that's when you're just you're just kind of like oh my god i can't believe kind of how how big like how expansive like the game feels as you first like step into it i'm mean, now i'm at that point where i think i've pretty much hit most of the main area most of the major areas so I can see the whole map for what it is now, and now I can kind of like make sense of of the warps and where they're going to take me and all that mm-hmm. stuff. But but that first time through, as you build that map, um, it's a pretty awesome feeling. Like it's just it's just cool to find so many things. Even like I thought I had hit all the main areas, and then I ended up in that like Game Boy looking area, which was real cool. Yeah, and I was like, oh, this place? is neat. Yeah, yeah, and like it's just cool. Like uh, how. Yeah, just how much there is to it, and and all like you like you were saying, Josh, just in uh, and, and but the just the way like the music, the music's awesome. Like um, I, I'm a fan of game music. There are times where I'll just listen to like game soundtracks to games I have no interest in ever playing, um, and not that I never had an interest in playing uh, Fez. I always wanted to, but I checked out the soundtrack before I ever played the game like months ago. Oh wow! And um, I didn't really think much of it. I was just like, yeah, whatever, and I turned it off. But, like, playing it and seeing it, like, hearing it within the game was, like, it made a whole, um, like, complete, completely huge difference. I was just like, this is, and now I can't wait to listen to it on its yeah. own. Who was the composer? Was it Jim Guthrie? Was he, did no, it's a disaster piece, Rich Freeland. Oh, okay, okay. It does right. sound like Jim Guthrie stuff, though, because if you listen to, or if you play, um... Swords and Soldiers. Sword, 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 sword Brothers. Yes, yeah, yeah, that one. The, they sound pretty similar. Like, they yeah. have that same dreamy, ethereal kind of, mm-hmm. you know, retro feel to them. If you're into it, uh, actually, this is a good good segue. The, um, the Fez soundtrack had two remix albums come out recently. I'm on one of them. Um, nice. But there is a Jim Guthrie remix of a Fez song. So, Randy, if you go listen to that, maybe your mind will just blow up. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. It's actually one of my favorite tracks on the whole thing. That's Great. cool. I'll have to check yeah. that out. I'll throw up a link for that, too. Yeah, it's called FZ, no E. It's Fez without the E, and then Side F, and then Side Z. And they're on louder.fm, and that's where you should find them, because you can buy those two soundtracks for 10 and then you can get all, all of them with the actual soundtrack for uh, just like 12 or something. It's pretty sweet. Oh. <laughs> Making my little nice. note here. Yeah. Yeah. And the other thing about just, um, it's interesting that this game is, uh, you know, obviously fully 3D, even though it looks 2D. Right. And I love how, even though it's a 3D game, it is probably the most 2D game that I've ever played. <laughs> like, <laughs> just because you're always thinking, like, you're always thinking on what will it look like when it is just, you know, this perspective. Um, and it's kind of crazy to wrap your head around that the first time you're playing it. Like, you're just kind of spinning the world, and like as you're spinning it, like your head's kind of spinning, and it's hard to kind of make sense of what you can do. But it, it's neat to where like once you you get a a grasp of the mechanics, and 
it's just kind of crazy how quick you just start spinning through it and you're not even thinking anymore. Like, you yeah. just know this is how shit's going to start lining up. And, again, like, it's such a cool feeling. You don't you don't get that much in, in games anymore yeah. where, you feel, where you feel like you've, like, mastered... I haven't mastered it, but you feel like you, you've gotten better at, right. at how, how the game, you know, how... how th- you know, you jump into a shooter and generally every the control is always very familiar and you're probably always, you know... Yeah. You're gonna Within five do, minutes, you're, you're gonna shoot her down. Right, yeah. you're gonna do fine. Whereas this, you, there's something you know you, you have a, to come to terms with it a little bit. You know, you have to like figure it out, and mm-hmm. it it's just good. Like it feels awesome when once you start spinning and you know lining up like the uh, the vines to climb on and ladders and all that, and it's just cool how it all starts coming together. It, it's rare when when you. Um find a game that kind of has its own set of rules at this point mm-hmm. in time because everything pretty much is established. It's some established version of something else, like you were saying, like a first-person shooter, and this is a game that just kind of has its entire own set of rules, and it follows them really consistently throughout. Um, so, yeah, that's another thing that I really liked about it, is you just kind of get lost in that in that world and, and the set of rules that you have to kind of learn. And, right. Uh, I and another, the, oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry, this is probably going to sound so stupid, but uh, like it's just a thought I had when I was playing it. Um, when I first started playing it, I thought this game would look, probably look kind of cool, like in 3D, like on the 3DS or something. And then, like as I got like, as I started thinking about it, I was like, no, this game would be completely broken if you actually saw it in 3D. Like this is meant to be a 2D game. Like mm-hmm. if you started having depth to all that stuff, it would break that illusion. And this game is all about that illusion. Yeah. So, that I know that you don't know is there that is built into the game. <laughs> what three D? Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. That's kind of cool. There are two different. There's there's one form where you just you gain the ability to pause time and control your perspective. So you basically zoom into yourself and then you can see 360 around you. Wow. So that's really neat because then you can see things like the floor. Right. Oh. Yeah. You not like you never see the floor, so Holy you crap. can actually. Yes. So it gets to a point in the game where you can see the floor and shit like that. My brain is melting out of my ear. <laughs> wow. wow. Yeah, so shit. there's that whole thing. Um, there are sometimes maybe things written on the floor that are important or symbols that maybe correspond to certain things that are important. Holy crap, uh, this is awesome. Pay attention to on the walls. Um, but beyond uh. that, once you go the, the next level deep... <laughs> There is a stereoscopy mode where you can put on the red and blue glasses and, and really play that yeah. Wow. See, I and I would think that he wouldn't. Up. That's that's crazy because I feel like he wouldn't want to do it. Like, and that's what I was thinking. Like stereoscopy, like three three D. Like yeah, you but, know. Like, uh, but think about this: you have a whole game where you have to play without that, and right. you beat it, and you feel awesome, and then. Here you get new game plus, and you're like, okay, well now I get to play this game like I'm level 99, except not really because there's all this <laughs> other shit I have to do. So wow. it's incredibly rewarding when you feel like you finished a game, and then all of a sudden there's a whole nother game, right. and there's suddenly this, there's so much more meaning. And then now basically we've the community has gotten to the point where we've all finished as much as we thought we had, but we know there's some we we've solved the final p- riddle. But we had to, brute, you know, the community got together and we kind of, uh, well, they brute forced it. Essentially. Yeah, I read that, yeah. 
yeah, if you guys are interested in that, you should check out. Um, I, there's there's a really good article written somewhere. I'll I'll try to show Brandy the link if I think about it. But it's it's basically explaining how the community came together and and solved this monolith puzzle. So you should search for like the Fez monolith if you're interested. It's crazy. Um, but essentially, it came down to this guy. Eventually, we found out like the parameters of it because somebody leaked it. Who knew the, who knew Phil? And then after that, people just took to their controllers and the, somebody made a web app where it would come up with a combination of characters like it would give you a string of 20 characters to, to do and if you got it right like you knew it was, that combination was in that 20 characters and it like did this crazy algorithm to make sure That's everybody awesome. geeking crap. out I love that kind <laughs> of stuff I, I love when a game inspires that kind of creativity yeah. in a community that, that's... Yeah, that, so, so when I start and say that like this is my favorite game of all time there's a lot more to it than than what I think most people understand is Fez. I'll say. Hmm. See, I, I, you could probably sit here and talk for 60 minutes and just spoil all the crap that you found yeah. out. And I feel like there'd okay. probably still be just massive amounts <laughs> that people wouldn't have gotten already. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think that's why I really like this game. I, I was thinking about it, I was like, when I was like maybe 10 minutes into it, I was like, why aren't there any little, like, you know, giblets chasing me? Like, why isn't this like a Mario game where I need to jump over things and squish things? But yeah. then that would kind of ruin the, you know, the discovery and, and you know, the, the puzzle hunt kind of thing or the treasure hunt kind of process. Because yeah. then you would have to stop and stop thinking and stop your train of thought and stop all that kind of crap and worry about enemies. This way it just lets you focus on finding, you know, everything around you. Um, and I typically hate treasure hunt kind of games. I think the, the last yeah. treasure hunty kind of game that I liked was uh, Mario 64. Just trying to find all those stars, you know, was, was just awesome. Um, and this takes that and probably multiplies it by like twenty. Yeah, it, definitely. Um, did you play like older games like The Seventh Guest or, um, mm-hmm. or, or to be honest, like Mist or Riven? This game is heavily inspired by Mist. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Those yeah. games didn't Mist. didn't have that treasure hunty feel, but they were still games where you you had to explore and you didn't die. Mm-hmm. I never once ever felt like I was doing like fetch quests in Mist or in, in Seven Guests, you know? Like, when I think of gimmicky games that are all about the treasure hunt, I feel like this is just a mundane task. Mm-hmm. But this this right. doesn't do that. And I guarantee but, you, when you were playing Mist, you had a little notebook where you were writing out notes of, mm-hmm. like, all yeah. the stuff you were doing. I guarantee it. Yeah, yeah bo- both of those games, Mist and Seventh Guests, were very much just, like, throw you into it and, like, here you go, go at it, and just... I, I remember that very much from playing those back in the 90s. <laughs> Uh, or I'm a- dating myself. Seventh guess. Unless you guys, guess unless you guys my... played them much later. No, no. Seventh <laughs> guess was my first uh, CD-ROM game, man. Yeah, seventh <laughs> guess was like the first big interactive CD-ROM game. Yeah, trivia yeah. fact. Yeah, I remember. I asked for. for I want you want a stop doll. Yeah, I want a stop doll. <laughs> yeah, I, asked, I had to get when I was little. When we, I got the game for Christmas, and I had to also get a new graphics card. I was so disappointed because I got the game and I plugged, I like installed it. <laughs> And then, like, crappy, like, that was the first time it became aware to me that people were going to have to spend stupid amounts of money on video cards and crap like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, like, I was younger, so it seemed like Right. <laughs> yeah. My dad always built all our PCs growing up, so we were, he was always kind of ahead on that stuff, luckily. Gave That's me a cool. finer, finer appreciation of it later in life. Like, yeah, I really <laughs> appreciated my, my dad's appreciation for it, so. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody have any negative points about Fez? I'll just say one thing, and, and this is literally it. This is the only negative thing that I can say about Fez. I wish he just moved a little bit faster. I was going to say, a little, I, 
there's That's it. some some control issue. Like he's he's a little clunky to jump sometimes. I feel like I, over, I overshoot a couple of the finer jumps, but I mean you get used to it. Yeah, but, but no, for it's me not, it's just like, a it's not a, thing. But it's not a deal breaker. Mm-hmm. No, not at all. Not at all. Yeah. I can't say yeah. I have any. Really? No. No, I found the controls to be fine. I enjoyed them. I thought they were. I think the uh, another negative too, and it's actually it's a little easier on PC because I was flipping back and forth between like keep playing keyboard and playing um, with the controller. Yeah. Navigating the map with the controller is kind of hard because the mm. the map is all laid out in like 3D and all this on the oh, um it's awful on the what's that? I said that. Awful, I, I admit. <laughs> yeah, on the on the PC, you can use the mouse to just like click and drag all that shit. So it's like real oh, easy. Oh. Yeah, like you can click each each room. You can basically click and oh. pull you know pull the map over to it. So I didn't even think of doing that. I I had the controller in my hands all the yeah, time. It's yeah, it's a lot way easier doing it that way. If you know if we were if we were doing this and it was only the Xbox version and we didn't have that option, I'd be like, yeah, this that needs like tons of work. But there is work in this version and. It's better, <laughs> so yeah. But that's yeah. Like, and they're you know barely, barely negatives. Yeah, I did. It is one. It's one of those games, and this is back to positive. Sorry, because like I said, I don't have any negatives. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, <laughs> as I was playing it and just looking at it, you know, I, I played it for a little bit more uh, earlier this evening, uh, just to kind of because it's been a couple days for me, so I wanted to have it fresh in my head and just sitting there looking at it. And like Josh said in the beginning, I mean, it's just beautiful. And, uh, you know, as we're kind of, I don't want to, I don't know how far into another topic we want to get, but just as we're kind of on the cusp of a new console generation and looking at a game like this, that just looks amazing and is such a great experience, you know, there's a, there's always that argument of, you know, graphics getting better and better and better and trying to be more realistic and, you know, pushing that envelope and, and how important that is. But, when you play a game like this, it, I just was kind of overcome with this feeling at one point where I was just like, I don't, I don't care if games never look any better than this because this is amazing, you know. Well, because this game has soul, dude. Like it, like you can tell there's like a passion in it, and there's mm-hmm. so many cool little details and thought put into it. Just like a little caterpillar on the ground, you know, moving around. Like there's all these neat little things. Um, whereas. You know, when these game, these big games that are made by teams of hundreds of people, and you know they're trying their hardest, but it's different when it's a completely different atmosphere. You know, they're just trying to hit deadlines and all this stuff. They don't, they didn't have five years to sit here and plan it like Phil Fish did. You know, and, he, and of course he's going out of his mind during those five years. Not that he's not oh. going out of his mind, but um, <laughs> <laughs> you know he's working his ass off. But it, it's yeah. just such a different. Um, it just comes out, you know, it's a different product. Just, yeah. Phil, yeah. You, are you knocking AAA games? Somebody's got to put the motion capture balls on the dog. Nobody <laughs> has to do that. <laughs> wants that. I love the X-Bone dog. I love <laughs> Um, But you know what, back to what, what Steve was saying, um, probably some of the more, probably some of the most popular games this generation, um weren't the most graphically superior ones. You know, Super Meat Boy, Fez, Minecraft. Um, you could probably even, you could easily say Angry Birds. Like, you can't go yeah. anywhere and not, like, hit something Angry Birds related. So, I mean, I hope, I, I'm, I'm happy that we're getting to the point now where we're trying to create games that are good and not necessarily games that are pretty to, 
to make good games. Um, my only my only thought is I really wish that back in the day when we were switching from 2D to 3D, so like between the SNES and the PS1 era, I really wish we were making games like this instead of just trying to push that 3D envelope. But oh well. Well, yeah. I mean, come on, this game, 3D had to happen for this game to happen, you know? That's true, but I mean, there's 3D in this, but this is not like this is not like pushing the envelope kind of 3D. Uh, yeah. There there is some there is some actual this is actually a pretty hardware intensive game. Really? Yeah. Uh, there is some stuff in there just to make the, So everything is actually it's pixel art on the surface, but everything has depth. Besides right. what you see, there are things chiseled out, and that's why as you move, and as you, especially if you ever do get to the point where you can look around in 3D and see how the surfaces move and react, you become aware that to achieve the, what you see when it rotates, you know, that, that transition period from yeah. one perspective to another, if you look carefully, you can see how things in the surface move, and they're like, it's like you said with the caterpillar, it's like, wow, like you did not have to make the choice to do that, and it would have been a great game. But you did do that. And, and because of that, because there's all these intricate, you know, polygons that are taken out, it's like the programmer behind this game is actually a really smart dude. And besides taking all the time he did to do, like, the cool sound effects of the music thing that's really great in there, um, his name is Renoir. Nah, Renoir. I'm really bad at French, so I'm R- not going to say Renault. God. I butcher his name, and I'm terrible. But, um, but he's a super smart dude, so it, I have, like, felt like I had to say his name. Um... Anyway, he, there's a lot of like bullying math and crazy, crazy shit in there to, to make this game efficient for the Xbox, as I understand it. He he gave a GDC talk, and it was incredible. So that's awesome. Okay, yeah, well, there you have it. They, they well, could have done I, it back in the PS1 era. Right, right. That's what I was. Right, yeah, I mean, that's kind of what I was trying to say. Like, yeah, this is totally. I mean, it's just textured 2D, basically. You know, like it's all 3D. <laughs> I think it definitely required required us to be here. However, somebody could have done it like with the kind of demo scene sort of style. You know, if it was a really low resolution, it could have been, you know, hacked together in a smart way, I'm sure. But yeah. right. it, it probably would not be the same at all. Right. The 3D had to happen. There's 3D growing pains, man. <laughs> how, to get, how to get them out of the way, you know? <laughs> now, that now, that doesn't mean that there couldn't have been games with more character and more thought to palette instead of the polygon. But, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Hmm. What a good game! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is. It is a game that really, for me, I mean, it exceeded every any expectation I had, which was not much. And it's not because I didn't think the game was any good or, or any preconceived ideas. It was actually a lack of preconceived. I didn't know much about it, aside from, like I said, some uh, the movie with with Phil in it and, and Randy in it as well. Yeah. For a, a brief, uh, a brief cameo for a hot voice. second, that, you hear that my golden voice. voice. You hear that that nasally voice coming through. Uh, are you in like a GDC scene or something? Like right in the beginning. Here, this is this is gonna be on my gravestone, and it's gonna be like you can hear I'm so him excited. on the on the Super Meat Boy <laughs> documentary. No, and it, like really towards the beginning when uh, they do like this montage of of uh, of Edmund and Tommy being interviewed like you hear my voice saying um welcome to elder geeks elder speak today's whatever date is and today i've got edmund and, and tommy from team meet with me and and that's I it totally remember seeing that when i watched it and i thought of you yeah i, can't, I didn't remember that my it, it's like 10 minutes in or something like that and yeah. um yeah 
Yeah. But it's when they're doing but, that up the feel good before yeah, the Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it was nice. I got my credit and or you know, my credits and my name's in the credits and everything, so it's it's really nice. Pretty nice. You have an, <laughs> yeah. you should have an IMDB page now. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go set one up right after we're done recording and see if I can submit one for you. <laughs> yeah, you have to now. But, but my point was that I, aside from those couple things, like I said earlier, I didn't have really much knowledge of this game. So I didn't have any uh, expectations or, or ideas about it. So getting in there and, and what little I did know, I mean, it blew me away. So that's kind yeah. of my final thought on it, I guess. We were doing yeah, that. I could agree. Game exceeded my expectations. But like I said, I kind of went into it thinking that I wasn't going to like it. You know, and then I played it for like five minutes and thought, holy crap, this is really, really good. Why did I wait so long to try it? And then when I was 20 minutes in, I was like, Phil, you got to play this game. This is a Phil game if there ever was one, you know. Um, That's going to be the other line on your tombstone. <laughs> I, feel like you've said that. I feel like you've said that on at least like half of the episodes we've recorded. And the only show. one that I've gotten it wrong on has been Super Meat Boy. Like Phil has a very definitive taste. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> You're right snob. on this one. He's a snob, Randy. Just go, go ahead. I'm a, I, I'm a platforming snob. When it comes to platforming, I'm a, I'm a platforming snob. Yes, I respect that. <laughs> I respect that. Absolutely. That, that's my genre, dude. You know? Yeah, I know. I'm just messing with you. No, that's cool. But yeah, so we all enjoyed Fez. It's cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I'm I'm going I, to get. Did we? I don't know. I wanted I wanted to have somebody hate it, but that's all right. Usually, <laughs> just, well, it's usually good when you got that guy that hates it because then it's just like, well, why do you hate it? You know, and I would like to hear someone who hates this game tell well, us. Well, I'm why sure that's they very easy. So if you're that. if you're watching this if you're watching this on YouTube and you hated Fez, please post some I, sort of a crazy <laughs> diatribe in the comments for us, so I have some idea of of what how someone who hates this game could justify it. Cause... Please refrain from racism if possible while doing it. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that would be that would be. This was also possible. one of those games where, like, when it came out, everybody was saying how incredible it was, and then, you know, like, a month later after they got over it, everybody's all, oh, it wasn't that good. It kind of sucked. Like, I feel like people do that that's every game all the time. <laughs> I know all the time. It's like nonstop. And this this game got got that treatment. I feel, but uh, yeah, th- those people are wrong because <laughs> it's good. And I would like to finish it. I, I'm really like, I really wish I I wanted to come into this. Well, apparently, I can't finish it because you didn't even finish it yet. Well, but <laughs> all intents and purposes, you can finish it. Yeah, um, I wanted to come in here having it finished. So I'm a little upset that I only made it like barely halfway through but uh you know I, I i really liked what i played and hopefully i will finish it i would like to keep playing it although yeah. there are other other game club games to be played so i don't know but i would like to <laughs> i have how many how many hours have you put on josh because oh, it tells god. you how oh god in game and out of game i don't want to talk about it um but wait well, in game I... I don't need the out of game because i know that's you like look I don't even think I know. I, when it came out, I I played it like the only other game I remember staying up really late and playing besides Skyrim. I guess was when I was younger, and it was Final Fantasy Tactics for some reason. But I just no, that's it, not a for some reason. It's because Final Fantasy Tactics is amazing. 
Yeah. <laughs> I just binged ate this game. Like, I didn't do anything for wow. maybe two days. It was really bad. Wow. You know, I'm not happy about it. <laughs> <laughs> but but that's what happened. <laughs> that's awesome. Nice. Yeah, yeah, so, I mean, I would... My, my, my advice to anybody who has beaten the game that thought meh and maybe wants to try to get a little more out of it, or to anybody who who really enjoyed it and wants to get more out of it. Um, get into it and, and look a little deeper. Don't try not to spoil it if you're that kind of person, but like, don't go crazy. <laughs> you, you lose some health maybe, but if you get to the monolith and, and you start to wonder about the second piece of the puzzle, don't, don't break your brain trying to figure it out. Just look it up because there's no reason, at least that we know of. Nobody knows why. I would love to. I would love to know the the answer, but nobody knows why. And we would love to know, but nobody's figured it out. Wow. There's if if you really want to get into it, the Game Facts forum is of all the places on the internet. I would tell anybody to go. (laughs) (laughs) Are the they're they're just like blowing up with all this Fez monolith and and the end game. Um, and I, I I have so much respect for the for the soundtrack. I have to tell you to go buy the soundtrack and and look. You can. There are images embedded into the soundtrack if you want to know how deep this goes. <laughs> it starts there. <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, if you, if you are interested in checking out the game and you want to buy it, and I would highly recommend anybody buy the PC version, and I would definitely suggest that you head over to polytroncorporation.com and buy it from the from the developers themselves as they will get a larger cut of the money, which is nice because... They are an indie group, and uh, it's always good to help them out when we can. Uh, and you will also get a Steam key. That's what I did, and they do give you a Steam key. So if you are you know, want your achievements and all that stuff, you can take it on over to Steam. And, and you get a DRM-free copy of the game as well, which is really nice. So please. I wish that would stop being a thing we have to say. Like, when yeah. will that just go away? Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. <another> <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I I'm with you on that, but <laughs> it won't be anytime soon. In the meantime, I'm glad that I'm glad that uh, Phil decided to release it on uh, on PC. I'm very against it, but times have changed, and uh, yeah, it needed a PC PC release. I, I'll yeah. say this, and this actually ties in with the with the Xbox One announcement this week. I'm I'm glad he put it on PC as well because. If my only place to get it was going to be on 360 and Microsoft stopped like operating their servers after the Xbox One launched and Fez was no longer obtainable, I'm glad that I now have it on PC and, and it will be forever backwards compatible, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just for the sake of the longevity of the game. And, you know, kind of segueing into hopefully our next game, um, I'm glad that uh, um, Dust and Elysian Tale is out on PC yeah. as well, too. <laughs> What a good transition! What an awesome transition! Yeah, Look at that. <laughs> yeah no, uh, yeah, I agree. Like, uh, I didn't buy this game. I, I re- like I said, I really wanted to play this, and uh, I put it off because I knew that there would be a PC version, and I didn't want to buy it on Xbox. Just, I have no, I don't want. I just don't want to play that thing anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't yeah. turned it on. I haven't turned it on. I think in over a year. Probably, probably more than that. It's been a while. I just have no desire to play the Xbox. Now, now you just need to keep it unplugged for the sake of preserving the console, so that you know, 
Yeah, unless you play it, then it's not going to red like, ring, you know? Like, that's the thing. Like, I know my Xbox is on its way out, and I refuse to buy. Another one? Buy, yeah. yeah, replacement. So it's just, like, it's hanging in there. Sounds <laughs> 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 so grim. Yeah. <laughs> Everything got really heavy all of a sudden. Yeah. Like, and another thing. Playing <laughs> some shit on us here. <laughs> so we are, is that our next game? Yeah, uh, I'm yeah. sorry. I didn't run it by you. <laughs> always the last to find out. Uh, no, that's fine. But yeah, Actually, Dustin Elysian Tale. I think it just came out today, the day that we're recording this. And um, I saw it. I was like, gotta have it. So, hot off the press. On our team right now? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that game just looks sick. It's on sale, yeah. Yeah. And that's yeah. another one of, like, just one dude working on this game for years. Fuck, yeah. Dean Dodrill, the guy behind yeah. Dust. Yeah. I remember seeing yeah. videos for, like, five years ago or something like that, and even then thinking it looked, you know, crazy good. It still looks amazing. Yeah. It was one dude and two sound and music guys, and uh, the localization teams, obviously, but essentially, you know, the one dude. And he never to... even and he never even programmed the game before. Like, yeah, um, he was only an artist on like Jazz Jackrabbit way back in the day, and then wow. tried, oh really? Yeah, and then he tried to make a third one, and then gave up, and then we didn't hear from him, and then all of a sudden dust. So, pretty sweet. Uh, huh, that's pretty cool. I know he tried to make a. Uh, this should all be saved for the next episode, but whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I know he was trying to make an Elysian Tale like feature length movie on his own. And he gave yeah. up. Wow. Well, I was trying you've to make seen it. The game it it is a feature length movie, right? And I think I think it basically kind of like I think it turned into the game, basically. Yeah. Like I know he's been working on it for like ten years. Not the game, but just this like world and these characters. It's, it's, yeah. So he 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 was in there. He was deep. <laughs> in in the shit, as they say. Yeah. Yeah. So that yeah, that game looks pretty rad. I look forward to it. Cool. Yeah, so check us out in a couple weeks. We'll be back with uh, from that. Uh, with that, sorry. It is, what time is it now? Well, well it's, I'm getting a little not, late out here. It's O-Dark 30. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, if you guys are listening to us right now on some sort of audio device and you subscribe through iTunes, uh, why don't you head over to eldergeek.com and uh, check us out on YouTube. We've got a YouTube channel, I think. We've got a couple subscribers nowadays got one or two we're, of them we're getting up there we're getting up there we're, we're, we're really that. we're ridiculously close to 20,000 and i and i, I, I noticed the, that i i want that 20,000 mark like by the time i i head out to e3 but i know that ain't gonna happen did we lose josh uh, i think so while we wait for uh, josh to reconnect i'll give you the spiel which is head over to eldergeek.com and check us out on youtube youtube.com slash eldergeek.com and also check us out on twitch tv TwitchTV.com slash LDGeek.com slash Yeah, there he wow, is. Wow, and he right. like he changed location too. Wow, nice. Yeah, can you hear me? I had to. My my laptop. You said um, if you're listening to this on your audio, and my laptop. Nice. Well, welcome back. So, yes, head over to eldergeek.com. We have links on the site. You can check us out on YouTube. You can check us out on Twitch TV, uh, Facebook, Twitter, all those places that people go nowadays. And uh, 
be sure to subscribe because yes, it would be really awesome if we got to twenty thousand subscribers in the near future. Well, like, shit, you guys, that's a big number. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're doing that's all right, man. We're doing okay. all right. And then of right. course, click on Phil's head to go to his channel to watch you know his his bajillions of cartoons that he's animating. Um, Awesome. Phil, I don't want to. I don't want to ruin your your spoil, but you're working on something new, or at least you're trying to inspire <laughs> yourself to work on something new, aren't you? Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm trying to inspire myself to work on something new. Yeah. <laughs> do it. Um, and then, like I said before, click on Josh's head. You'll head over to his YouTube channel. Uh, Josh, I don't think you you don't you post some stuff on there. I'm not big. I'm not big on the YouTube. I probably should be because a lot of you know people are, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> totally should be, man. Do you put stuff up on SoundCloud or anything like that? Um, I started to use SoundCloud a little more. I have I didn't do it much in the past, but I'm getting I'm getting pretty into it. Um, I was always on Bandcamp, and lately I've been working on that that website louder, so my stuff's going to move to louder pretty soon. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, we'll make sure to link it up so that you know, awesome. get people Thanks. where they need to go. <laughs> and if you click on my head, nothing happens. Nope. We've, we've nothing established that. Or mine. mine. <laughs> yeah. Because we can't link to the Elder Geek channel, so. Oh well, just here we are. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you everybody very much for listening. We appreciate it, and uh, join us back in a couple weeks for the next episode. Josh, man, thanks very much for coming out. It was a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you so much for having me. This was awesome. I love talking about Fez. So this was cool. <laughs> yeah. I very rarely get to like vent at people when I'm sitting there like going over a bunch of notes and going crazy in between home and work. And I'm like, ah, I gotta tell somebody, you know, <laughs> are you planning on uh, attending Magfest again? Uh, Absolutely. Every, every time. Awesome. Uh, Magfest cool. and always GDC too. So cool. We'll see you in six months. See you soon. I'm actually <laughs> in uh, Cincinnati really soon, but I'll talk about it later. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, have a good night. Thanks very much. All right. Good night, good night everybody.